Hello, this is the Martin Take episode two. Um, so it's been a little while, but um, just uh, got the new Magic Trackpad here, or Magic Keyboard, sorry, for the uh, iPad Pro um, third generation 2018 and also the new 2020 model. Um, just got it today, so I thought I'd do a quick first impressions. Um, it's a device I've been waiting a long time for. I've been testing the bridge out for the last few weeks here, uh, the bridge uh, keyboard. Um, really anticipating this one. Um, didn't really see the Apple keyboard coming. Uh, believe they announced it back in, ooh, was it February or March here? Um, either late February or early March. Anyway, always wanted a uh, keyboard trackpad device like this, but never really thought Apple would make something like this. So it's uh, very cool to see this. Um, so I'm recording here in my new house uh, with a lot of road noise behind me. So we'll see if that uh, bleeds through or not. But uh, this microphone does really good uh, background monitoring. So hopefully that uh, doesn't come through. But anyway, to actually get into the device here. So first off, unboxing it. Not a whole lot to say. It's uh, very much what you'd expect from Apple. A clean white box um, with their usual very satisfying wrapping, uh, clear uh, cling wrap. Um, and this one even had a tab to uh, tear the uh, wrap off the outside so you didn't even have to get a knife out, which was interesting. I mean, it means you keep the box looking nicer without having to have a little cut in it from a knife, but whatever. That's somewhat unnecessary but anyway the box was very nice as usual and the keyboard itself uh was wrapped and um yeah had a little uh little card inside of it with the apple's usual stuff uh, information about the device and such um uh first impressions of actually opening it popping the uh, ipad in and such um the hinge is extremely satisfying um i don't know if you if any of you have like the airpod cases um those uh, are very satisfying to flip close and open and such and like they have that satisfied magnet click so this to me feels a little bit like that so when you open the ipad up the uh, initial hinge at the bottom uh that big round cylinder uh to the back of the keyboard case um, as you lift the ipad you'll feel resistance and then just pop it'll uh it'll click into place and you'll feel that uh pop into place um and then the ipad is at uh not quite 90 degrees it's a bit of an angle still uh facing down towards the keyboard and then the second hinge engages as you continue to push the ipad out and it pivots uh, from about a third of the way up the ipad and pivots out from there um but all of that is a uh, very satisfying and uh has a, a good feel to it good weight to it um obviously with the ipad on the top of it it's quite a bit heavier or the force required to lift the ipad is uh more than the weight of the keyboard itself the keyboard actually is is quite thin I, like i've said i've been using the bridge here for a little while um and the bridge keyboard uh i would say I believe it's a very similar weight to the actual iPad, and it's a roughly the same thickness. Um, so when you initially try to lift it, 
uh, I think you still need two hands, but um, the weight feels a lot more equal, whereas this, uh, the keyboard, feels significantly lighter, especially with the uh, the main weight, I think, being in the hinge piece, um, where all the hard metal is, uh, heavier metal and such, is towards the back, and then you also have that case top, which also has a fair bit of weight in it, again, because there's a hinge there, and there's metal throughout that. Um, so the keyboard, I think, is, it changes the balance a lot, which we'll get to later. Um, but yeah, overall, the, the opening itself uh, feels very good. Um, yeah, and then the actual stiffness of the hinges, like I said, that first hinge, um, I, I would say has about a perfect amount of resistance as you open it and then clicks into place very nicely. The second one, um, to actually engage it, the magnets are very uh, hard against the iPad, so to actually pop it, uh, to unclick the bottom portion of the iPad as it pivots out, almost has too much resistance. I mean, I, I'm sure they engineered it to be as much as it needs to be, um, but it takes a little more force than I would like it to. Uh, but then after that, once it's in that floating state uh, where the iPad is now suspended over the keyboard and you can pivot it back and forth, um, the, uh, the hinge there, I would say, is almost on the light side, the actual hinge itself, resistance there. The magnets were... Are almost too heavy when you pop it open and then the hinge itself is almost has not enough resistance um it kind of depends how you look at it the actual moving the hinge is very smooth very nice um you hardly need to push it at all and it very gently moves but then holds to what it's at but i would say towards the upper ranges of its motion i feel like there's not enough resistance i feel like as you fold the iPad out farther it almost wants to pull itself back down it, it I don't think it is maybe like once I max out the angle it's pulling back a little bit from that uh, but that might just be me pushing against that the hinges actual rating and the actual uh, metal itself and not the hinge portion so maybe that's just me but I feel like it could be a little stiffer so that it, when I bump it, it doesn't actually just move back uh, to wherever I bump it to. I'd like to have to, to put a little more force on it. But, you know, either way, very smooth hinge, very premium feeling hinge. Um, not trying to compare it to the bridge right now because I'm saving that for later, but the compared to the bridge's hinge is uh, far superior. Um, yeah, and then the actual... Um, quality and feel of the keyboard and the materials themselves um it has the uh soft um i don't know if you would call it leathery but has a soft touch uh material on the outside um which is is very nice um i i don't know if i'd say it feels premium um it's almost too smooth almost doesn't have uh, I don't know it almost feels thin like it's a thin coating layer or such I don't know it's hard to say it's the first time I've had one of Apple's actual branded keyboards or cases in general so just comparing to other cheap cases I've had before yeah it's it's hard to say um, your opinion may vary on that um, I would say overall it's very good uh, but we'll see how it holds up long term the apple logo is uh, impressed into the back of the case um it's the same color as the rest of the case so you don't really see it that much um but it's it's there and if you're looking for it you'll see it but it's uh, very subtle um then looking at uh the inside of the case um 
the material which I, I i guess is the same material or very similar to it that covers the keyboard doesn't have the the soft um actually it does feel about the same i was gonna say it might not have the same soft padding underneath it might be harder but it feels very similar um and the inside of the keyboard it almost feels better because you want that to feel um harder and um you want the outside to feel softer so that it feels like it can take uh getting bumped and jostled and and hit with your car keys or something i don't know whatever like whatever's in your bag um whereas the inside it's okay to have it not feel as robust um and you kind of want it to be smoother you wouldn't you wouldn't really want it to feel all leathery inside that would be odd um so on the inside i would say it, it makes more sense on the outside a little less so um overall yeah materials are very nice i mean it has that um on the actual back of the ipad where the magnets are where you actually put the ipad against it has that soft uh material that apple often puts in like their uh apple leather cases and such um i've seen that before a few different times um so that's very nice it feels very good the magnets extremely strong um very impressed with those the ipad is definitely not going anywhere i think i could pick the ipad up actually i can test it now yeah i can actually pick the uh whole keyboard and ipad up together by holding the ipad like if i just grab the ipad at the bottom where it's not touching where it's floating and not um connected to the uh the uh magnetic backing i can actually pick it up there um and the whole keyboard comes up with it and so it's very good magnets um yeah so then moving on to the actual keys um so I have only ever used, let's see, I've used an Apple Magic keyboard before. Um, well, I'm not even sure it was the Magic keyboard then, but an Apple keyboard from uh, getting close to 10 years ago now. Um, but I've, I've, I've used it somewhat recently, and um, those keys had a lot more travel, and they felt very good, very nice. Um, so this is the only Apple keyboard I've ever had with the uh very low travel that they're doing now um and i would say it feels very good very smooth um has a very satisfying tap to it but at the same time <laughs> probably because i'm used to other keyboards but i don't know we'll see what time um i would say it doesn't have enough travel um I've been using the bridge keyboard here for a little bit. I would say the bridge is a very good scissor switch keyboard. Um, it seems to have about the right amount of travel. I've used a couple different keyboards at work. Um, my current work keyboard is just an Amazon basics, which is fine. It works. Um, but I would say like the bridge keyboard feels quite a bit better than that. Um, a little smoother, a little less travel, um, but still enough travel. And then this keyboard, I would say it's, it's you have to get used to it um you're gonna have to get used to it but i would say the weight of the keys and all of that feels very good just the travel is maybe a little lacking one thing i forgot to mention earlier is that um you can actually pretty easily pick this keyboard uh the whole keyboard case with the ipad in it up by pretty close to the corner of the the bottom edge of the keyboard area um so it's it's very sturdy even though it's quite a bit thinner than like the bridge keyboard would be and then the trackpad. Um, again, I've used very few trackpads. I've never been a laptop guy. Um, always had the iPad, basically. When the uh, first Pro came out, that was 
to me was going to be my first laptop and hopefully my only laptop and that's so far how it's been um so having a trackpad for the first time uh on a device i use every day is um very cool um again i've only had this for an hour so it's hard to say what i'll think of it long term but just testing it here i've used the um the uh assistive touch mouse support um since the uh, betas uh, last year so I've had some time to get used to that and then even with the iPad OS update um, that added the the trackpad support and better mouse support um, or proper mouse support like I've, I've been using that with the mouse and liked it very much um, got used to that but having the trackpad with all the gestures is uh, makes a world of difference um, didn't really realize just how cool trackpads were until now um so yeah i'm getting a chance to mess around with that some um yeah it's very good the it uh, clicks everywhere which is very cool so yeah so i think that's about it on the physical hardware itself um so let's get into well let's continue with hardware but getting into some of the mechanics with the hinge again and not talking about hardware itself, but the viewing angles that it gives. Um, so the way that hardware affects the usability of the device. So the, I don't know the degrees, but the hinge um, can bend from less than 90 um, to, I don't know what it is. I, I can't guess. You can look at what you, what you see in uh, promotional pictures of it is pretty close to its maximum um, deflection, maximum openness. Um, it opens to a good viewing angle for most heights but even on my lap um i would say it could open a little farther i'm assuming it's limited in that hinge range because of the balancing of the ipad um you have the issue so the the ipad um somewhat even though it's a floating uh, design it does like form a triangle where the back hinge um opens not to 90 so it's actually pushing the ipad towards you so it's floating over the keyboard um but that means as you tilt the second hinge you're tilting the top of the ipad changing the center of gravity towards the back past that lower hinge um which would be your your last center of gravity point called before it would tip over and so i'm assuming if you tilted it much more you're going to be really offsetting your center of gravity um and then if you have it on a lap or something and you're not sitting perfectly straight it's going to be the whole keyboard itself is going to be at an angle so i'm sure they did testing i'm sure it's why it only opens that far but it does feel limiting on the viewing angles um gonna have to see that over the next few days and see how that actually what that's actually like for what this device is for the viewing angles work but <sighs> they are limited they they i definitely feel limited especially coming from the bridge keyboard that could open to an infinite viewing angle so another uh, interesting thing so with the keyboard or with the ipad floating over the keyboard um the farther out you tilt it the closer it gets to the keys um at the maximum viewing it is actually either just above or just past the keys um but the more you tilt it the higher the ipad is hovering over the keys so the more space you have between it and the keyboard. Um, but even so, I do find once it actually gets to that almost open point, I can, uh, when I'm hitting the number area, bump the iPad a little bit. And it's not that inhibits my pressing the keys, but uh, I find that I'll 
tap the key and then my finger instinctively kind of flips back up and will bump the iPad. Um, and that's not ideal. Um, I think it's one of those things you just have to get used to. Um, but we'll see the time. And it also might be the way I type. I, I'm not a great typer. Um, so I feel like my hands uh, fly around the keyboard a little more uh, wildly than if I was a fine-tuned, smooth typer. Um, so it might just be me and the way I type. It's just something I noticed. Um, so the one other thing with the keyboard, um, there are no function keys on it. Um, so no volume up, volume up or down, brightness controls, um, no home button or... A dedicated home button key or escape key um there are some downsides there are no um media keys so play pause skip all of that i don't think they could have put them on here i heard some people wish they would have added them i don't know what this physical design if they could have uh, i think you couldn't add another row of keys right now because you'd literally be hitting the iPad. Um, and you can't shrink the uh, trackpad down in A, I would say, because um, I feel like it's as shallow as it can be. It feels plenty wide, but the, the depth of the trackpad is... I wouldn't want to go any more shallow with it. So I think with the current design, there's really nothing you could do about that. Um, let's move into briefly talking about um, iPad OS and how the trackpad works with all of that. Um... So I would say, like, I've used the assistive touch for a while, and that was nice, but this is, the new uh, update is a world of difference. Um, if you haven't tried it, post the update, try it. It feels like an integrated feature versus a edge case accessibility setting. I really don't think I have anything negative to say about it. Um, the way it snaps to objects um, in... Uh, throughout the throughout uh, the apps and stuff is I can find it annoying sometimes um, so the round uh, gray cursor that they use when it goes like over an app or one of the control options within a menu or something it'll glock to that uh, that object so like if you're going over the home screen and you go over the apps it transforms from the round um, circle to actually the app icon and kind of jiggles and to show that it's over it so it does that which looks very cool and very smooth because then the mouse just disappears and it just becomes different things in the menus and such um but i do find then it wants to stick to them or it wants to jump to them so you lose some of your precision and at least at first here i'm finding it kind of annoying i had it off for a while um but now i have it back on now that i got this keyboard to test out with a mouse i found it annoying with the trackpad We'll see. I'm not sure how that would change it, but we're going to try it again. I I don't know. I think I might get used to it. I mean, it looks very nice, but some of that some of those animations and such, it seems a little unnecessary and kind of cumbersome, but I'll have to give it more testing. Um, so I think that's uh, everything with the OS. I think I'm going to cut it here, and I think I'm going to do another episode actually talking about the differences between the... Uh, Apple Magic Keyboard and the uh, Bridge Keyboard, um, and loosely talking about the Bridge Pro Plus, but I never actually got that model, so I don't really know how that one would have worked, um, but my knowledge should be somewhat similar from the previous um, Bridge Keyboard that I have here. So I think that's all for today. Thanks for listening. Um, this has been my brief impressions. We'll call it a wrap here, and uh, we'll see you next time.